I was meaning to talk to you as well about uh, the so you know how so you know how you and Ben are essentially uh, experiencing some bumps in the night, I guess. Yeah, you could call them. I wanted to talk to you about the uh, the concept of dragons. Well, it's that's there us. So, um, but specifically, like what that is in a sense. Right. Um, like I said to you before in one of the earlier episodes, um, they've been doing, you know what they did to me? They've been doing that for a while, like a long while. But that was, uh, that was actually a, uh, so you know you've got the two sides, you've got the, you've got the side that I've spoke with and then you've got the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Essentially fuckers. Well, they're the ones that taught my lot to do that. Right. There wasn't always... They never really got into that too much. Um, that wasn't really something that could even be spoke about to me. But earlier, some sometime earlier, the uh, the other ones arrived like essentially after, right? Like they, they you know, they they're not they're kind of like an invasive species. Essentially, is is what I can assume, you know, from from what they've been described you know to me but they had they had this obviously this um skill of reaching through different dimensions i'm i'm assuming that's probably you know how they've invaded in a sense i guess they probably just popped over from somewhere god knows where the fuck they're from i don't really want to know but they um they essentially when they first were around they taught the I mean, the whole thing would have been hell then at that point. So the Hellions, I guess, they taught them how to drag drag people. Right, okay. The whole, the whole dragon thing is, that's slang. That's not from, that's not what it's called, obviously. I, I, I don't know what the fuck it's called. I don't, I don't know if they know. That's what they call it. They call it dragon. But I was told by Dav, and I, th- I thought this would, this would, uh, this would make you go fucking out. Because it made me go fucking out. So there is. Essentially, what you know, what happened was, you know, the, the the Hellions took a long time to get around. You know, this whole dragon. You know, I think there was a lot of there was a lot of fuck ups. You know, kind of like in the sense of, you know, some guy would be walking his dog maybe, and there'd be half of a body there because they'd fucked up. So right, okay. Like the other halves, like that's the kind of situation we're talking about. So they they did they you know they were fuck up. They say they still have fuck ups, but um. So by, I mean, God knows when they started, but the, you know they learned over time. And by the, they had a date for me where they said that they knew they were pretty much tip top on this uh, dragon kind of thing, right? Now this is where it gets fucking, this is where it gets fucking weird. Okay, so they obviously needed, the, the, you know, the, they they were basically looking for a a. I suppose you could say like a moving target. They started to work on like moving targets. So they were kind of like you know. Obviously, dragging someone through a dimension is, you know, kind of like shooting a gun. It's infinitely easier if the person's standing still to if they're moving, you know, like running or in a vehicle. Or something right. Like yeah. That, that yeah makes sense. Yeah. So they essentially perfected their dragon. in In our times, it would be the seventies, oh, and uh, right. there is a specific. A specific um, incident that happened, and uh, I mean, obviously, I've got no proof of this, but um, I met the guy. So, guy gets on a plane, 
they know they know about this that you know the, the hellions they're fucking they're peeping over going you know what what fucking target can we get you know what's what's going to be fucking awesome you know what what could we do you know what what's what's going to be so they prodded and they you know they look through and they found and they found this guy they found this guy right guy decides he's going to make some money criminally in such a way where the hellions went fuck it that's what we'll do we'll do that if we can if we can grab this guy while he's doing what he's doing we're essentially fucking sorted you know we're, we're, we're getting the hang of this at least you know like but i suppose like you know if you're a sniper and you make a very far shot and you're like oh i'm actually getting pretty good now so november 1971 guy gets on a plane right Hijacked are you trying to tell me that you've met db cooper yeah i'm trying to tell you i know where db cooper is it well the mystery's been solved yeah but who the fuck's gonna believe me it was, you should have seen his face. You should have seen Dav's face when he was like, you're well happy about that, aren't you? And I was like, well, well yeah, I, I know a fair bit about D.B. Cooper. And he was like, no one's going to believe it. It was like that Bill Murray. Have you ever heard of that Bill Murray anecdote? Where he Where steals he, the, the chip off somebody's plate. Like, yeah, and he goes, he just looks the guy in the face and goes, nobody's going to believe you. Yeah, and yeah. That's what Dav did to me. Dav did that to me. It was like, it's funny, isn't it? It's like, it's cool, isn't it? It's like, no one's going to believe you though. But afterwards... He said, to make you feel better, come on, we'll go and see him. And uh, and after that, me and D.B. Cooper had a bourbon and soda. He's all right, him. And he's still got the money. But he can't well, I was just anything. about to say, does he... Like, he can't but, do anything with it. So I was going to say, like, do, does, do dollars have any uh, value no, in hell? No, they fuck. And he's, it's, it's great because they, they said when, he, when, he first, when they first grabbed him, like, obviously the guy jumped. Guy jumps into the fucking woods. You know, you know that about DB Cooper. Anybody who doesn't know about DB Cooper, go go read about it. It's fucking fascinating. Guy gets in a plane, jumps out with. I mean, it's it's why it's one of the it's one of the only massive unsolved crimes of our time, I guess. And they they literally plucked him out of the sky, mate. Plucked him out of the fucking sky. Fucking That's where it went. They never found the money. They never found the. Uh, they never found him. He's in hell, mate. So you were saying before about how time works differently in hell. Yeah. So obviously in our time, this is what, 71? Yeah, yeah. Does D.B. Cooper have any sort of indication of how long he's been in hell? Uh, see, that, that's something that I'm going to have to get into. Um, no, he doesn't, he doesn't look the same, put it that way. Right. He's still humanoid. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have assumed he wasn't. Uh, I mean, God knows if he's going to always be there, mate. Like he's he's changed a fair bit. He don't look right. I don't think we're supposed to. We don't humans as species don't. It doesn't. It like changes us. That's from from what I could gather from him oh. by our time, and that's a long time in hell time. <laughs> a long time. Because obviously you were there in our time for what, maybe like a few like four or five weeks, I think. Yeah. Do you have like any sort of guesstimate about how long it felt you were there? It was a fucking while. So longer than a few weeks. It wasn't four weeks. No, it wasn't four weeks. It was longer than four weeks. But were you? They actually. Oh, were you aware that, was... that time was? Did you still have any way of following uh, what was going no. on? No. Nah, it felt. I mean, they don't have they. It doesn't. They don't have seasons over there, you know, like we do. So it wasn't as if like uh, 
it's kind of just like it's kind of just like essentially the majority of the dimension is one temperature. But I mean, not not in that that sense. Like, I mean, I I'm not saying it was consistently like thirty-two degrees or whatever the fuck. But it was it was there was there wasn't like weather changes in a sense. Right, you wouldn't wake up and think, oh, it was colder than. Yes. No, no. In fact, if if there's a weather change in hell, it's bad. It's usually like a big change, like a right, big. Okay. Change. So if if the weather changes, it's usually like like you know like we have tornadoes. That's their like regular weather, but it's not regular. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's so sporadic. I I didn't see a storm while I was there. Um, it's so sporadic that um, that would be classed as their regular weather, but to you know like regular in the sense of it happens every once in a blue moon right um what they do with 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 dragon as well is they explain it to me because you know they said i wouldn't i wouldn't get it i don't know if that was anything to do with the fact that i just couldn't get it or they thought i was a fucking retard um but they basically uh they basically said that dragon is i think i did mention this in the first when i came back um they essentially like vibrate you out of existence, like well, not out of existence. They essentially like vibrate you into their world. Oh, okay. That, that's what's that's what's happened in like a basic sense, I guess. So yeah. So um, I just wanted to get you accustomed to the. I kind of wanted to get you get you accustomed to the fact that they're pretty good at this now. I don't know what you want to take from that. But. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is supposed to make me feel better about the situation or not, because it hasn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's pretty much nothing else I can say about that at the minute. But if you were to get dragged, you're in good hands. Um, okay, great, brilliant. me, children's entertainer, John Sponge. Oh, Richard, are you in a... what? Are you John Sponge? Well, I feel a bit silly now, Vic, because um, I thought, obviously, um, everybody's a bit down in the dumps with this whole fucking pandemic lockdown thing, so I thought I'd, I'd do something a bit silly, cheer everyone up, and I went out and I brought... I've actually managed to find a John Sponge costume, right. and I've got it, and I've got it on right now. And I just feel like a fucking twat because it's a fucking audio podcast. Yeah, we can't see you, mate. And you're not even here to a- no. appreciate it. So now I'm just sit- I'm sweating my fucking ass off, mate. It's fucking sweltering outside, and I can't fit in my chair. I must look just like a right fucking prick sitting here in this fucking break. Rachel was like, "Why are you dressed as a fucking sponge?" And I was like, "I'm John fucking Sponge." And they were like, "Don't you mean SpongeBob?" And um, well, uh. You know, don't want to get in trouble with Nickelodeon. It's a don't strong say sponge. that. Don't say that. 
I am in no way affiliated with Nickelodeon or Biocon. Turns out Nickelodeon finds out about our shitty podcast. They're like, they said SpongeBob. Well, we're fucking suing them. I mean, I think we've ref- we've talked about uh, SpongeBob before. Yeah. Now you are dressed as a sponge, though. John Sponge. Yeah. yeah. And my yeah, and my pet my pet snail, Greg. Right, but you can't. I don't think you can do that, Richard. I don't think you can do that, mate, because that's the name of the pet in uh, SpongeBob. That's Gary. I've got Greg. Oh yeah, you can get away with that, Greg. I like that. Does he meow or does he bark? For for trademark reasons, he he does bark. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't really know how to follow that, mate. I wasn't expecting that. You've went all out here. I'm I'm in I'm in my joggers. Well, I've 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 wasted the uh, entire yearly podcast budget on the on the John Sponge. Oh yeah, I took out the podcast. I didn't spend my own money on it. Because you not told me about this before you bought it. Well, it was supposed to be a surprise. I thought, I thought it would. Uh... Well, I mean, it's it's not a fucking surprise now, is it? Because now when I see you, and we're like, well, yeah, there's there's the there's the uh, the 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 however much it cost, John Sponge. It wasn't outfit. cheap. It was not cheap. I mean, you digging, you digging a hole. Maybe you should be because you're you know you're you're. A... Do you think I could fucking dig in this? I mean, you should be. Take it Do off you... and dig. Do you know how much it took me just to hit the fucking record button? I mean, I don't want to know. To be honest with you, let's just let's just continue. What um, film are we, we doing today, Vic? What film are we doing? Well, you know, continuing the whole, you know, like you like you like to lovingly call it, let's get wrecked. We're doing Wreck Four, Apocalypse, and I feel like I can actually call this one Apocalypse because it seems like it is actually part of the name, not like Fear Revisited. Yeah, it's not just a a tagline tacked on. No, it's an actual name. Yeah, so we're doing Wreck Four Apocalypse, the finale to the Wreck franchise. It literally just dawned on me while I was watching it that you have Wreck Genesis and Wreck Apocalypse. Yeah, it was like a penny drop, and I was, oh right, because Gen in the Bible Genesis is the start of the world, and then Apocalypse is the end. And obviously, yeah. Wreck Free was a prequel, and then Apocalypse is the end of the franchise. Tis indeed. But apart from that, the titles don't really play into it much. No, not too much. Still, still, the whole Wreck thing just doesn't really work anymore because none of this film's found footage. Really. No, nothing. I mean, there's a bit of CCTV here yeah. and there. And there's some footage of like the old camera footage from the first yeah. one, but. Yeah. There's nothing. The whole film is is a normal. Well, I mean, normal in the sense of how it's filmed. It's, it's, Do you think they went back and was like, "I really regret calling this uh, franchise Wreck now." Yeah, like it just doesn't really work anymore. It's do you, know what, do you know what I find funny as well that you know the little record symbol has now just become like a, a porthole in a in a ship, and it's like you haven't even got the you haven't even got the record button anymore. It's just the it's just a window. Yeah, it's just on a boat. Is what it is now. Why is this called wreck? Nobody's recording anything. I mean, I suppose they they do because there's cameras all over the boat. But we'll get into it. Let's let's get into wreck apocalypse. First one, I've got to take this fucking sponge costume off. Oh my god! I mean, you've only mentioned it to me twice. I'm sick of the John Sponge. I can't even see it. I can't even see the the outfit. I'm sick of it. I've had enough of it. All right, we're good to go. I'm in my pants like normal. That's worrying. What, what you mean, like when I'm over, usually? Yeah. 
Right. Okay. So it opens with a like like a series of news reports about the apartment building. The, yeah, the it's just it's like a little recap of the first two films, isn't it? And then it, it essentially jumps straight back into the the apartment building. But we see um, is it it's military personnel this time though, isn't it? Arriving there at, at first, I thought this was just like a, a recreation of Wreck Two. And I was like, oh yes, no, I've, this is yeah. who went in after Wreck Two, I guess. Yeah, so so these people are the people that are going to carry out the mission that we saw Angela. She she spoke through the priest's voice at the end of Wreck Two, and basically she said, "Continue with the mission, burn it all." These are the people that are coming in to burn it all. They start placing charges around various points of the building. They hear the you know they hear the the usual. Everyone who goes into this fucking building, they hear the usual noises, the screams, and the hollers. But they've got like I think they've got like four minutes to get out or something. They've got four minutes to. To, they've set these charges. They've set them for four, four minutes. They go down and they're attacked by uh, Manu. Yeah, I, I love that. It's like fucking great continuity. Yeah, so Manu comes in. He's still got his fucking mallet. He uh, he attacks him. Um, they they shoot they shoot him to bits. And uh, and then Caesar, little mustache yeah. man, yep. as well. And I think he he bites one, doesn't he? So yeah, so so one of their group is that I think they they blow Caesar to bits. And then one of their group is infected, and he basically he, he looks at one of the military guys and he's like, you know, you're a doctor, you can help. And the guy just shoots him straight, straight up executes him. I think I think the the doctor the, the doctor guy is also bitten. I think it's him that's bitten. And he's like, you know, I, I know what you have to do. Yeah, he's like, you know the rules, and then gets shot in the head. He's just, he's just executed some guy, obviously because he's been bitten, and then fucking just turns around. And he's like, I've been bitten as well, so you need to shoot me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. At least he follows his own rules. Because usually in these sorts of films, you get like the no mercy guy, like he was bitten, and then when they get bitten, it's like, well, well, don't shoot me. Yeah, I'm the one that shoots people. Obviously, the rule doesn't apply to me. It's quite, it's quite funny to bring that up because obviously you've got all these uh, our government saying don't go outside, and then some MP was caught going back and. Fourth between his several homes. As you do. Yep. I mean, you know, I've been dying to go to my several homes. <laughs> I know, right? I haven't checked out any of my uh, holiday homes that I definitely have. Yeah, I've got loads of them. We all have, of course. I know everybody do. does. Who doesn't yeah. have multiple homes in this day and age? Peasants. Exactly. Peasants, yeah, that's who. Peasants. Yeah. There shouldn't be peasants anymore, so that's why I have less respect for them. We're in the, we're in the, uh, we're in the 21st century. Thank you very much. Why they're still peasants? Not as if there's a guy that comes down and like, bring out your dead. Well, maybe well, one that now. probably fucking needs to be. Yeah, I was going to say like maybe that is going to happen soon. Some fucking Larry from across the road like bring out your dead. <laughs> like, just, oh yeah, come on, coronavirus. Out we go. Fucking hell. So uh, that that's like a Britain apocalypse, isn't it? They should they should do that film. Yeah, it yeah. would wreck either. So they hear uh, cries for help and. Um, I think one soldier wants to go up and help, and the rest of them go, fuck that, you know, we're leaving. He goes he goes up, and he finds Angela. And then it, Angela kind of, I think they, they pass out. One of them pass out, it just cuts away. Uh, just to remind people, obviously, at the end of Wreck 2, you find out that Angela is possessed by the, the head demon, I guess. So she, she wakes up kind of like 28 days later style. She's in a hospital bed. 
and um, there's a doctor there, and he he's basically taking her blood sample. I think they don't, is this the point where they mention like they, she's had three at this point? He's like, this is yeah. the third one. Yeah, yeah. We see through like CCTV shots that we're on a we're on a ship, we're on a boat. Yeah, yeah. We also see that the surviving soldier, the the one that was with Angela, I, I don't know, is his name Guzman? Yeah, Guzman. Yeah, Guzman, Guzman. How you pronounce it? Um, so he's he's in another cabin and he wakes up as well. He comes out and. Uh, we get a callback to Rec Genesis now because there's an old woman. She comes down and she's basically kind of like disorientated or she's got dementia or something. I was going to say, I, I was getting the dementia Yeah, it looks divides. like she's doting. Um, she comes and she's, she asks the Guzman, she's like, where's the wedding? I've drank too much and I went to bed. And you're like, oh, it's her. She's from the wedding. I mean, she wasn't even in Rec Free, was she? Not because, that I know of. I mean. Nah, she says like, oh, I was in bed. So, I mean, that's the guess that I wasn't in Rack 3, but I was. So they get uh, Angela's blood sample back and it's negative again. And the, the two doctors, you know, obviously mention it, which, you know, you obviously start thinking there straight away, like how, how is she getting away with it? Yeah. We know she's got that parasite. So Angela complains about the restraints on the, on the bed to one of the nurses. One of the think, nurses, he, yeah. yeah. He comes over and he... He loosens them. She she fucking like attacks him with a pan or something, doesn't she? That's what he gets. It's like people get restrained for a reason, and and I mean nobody yeah. likes being restrained, but it's you know surely yeah. this nurse would know that if somebody's restrained, don't don't let fucking... her. Yeah, one of the doctors she gets out. One of the doctors announces that he says basically they can shoot her if necessary. He's like just just kill her if you have to. So she's she's legging it. There's like a little chase scene. She's legging it. And um, I think it's the Filipino cook guy. He, like, pushes out a car. Yeah, he help. fucking helps her. And I was just like, is this guy not going to lose his job for this? But it never comes back. No. It's just everything just goes back to normal. You'd think at least yeah. a stern warning, like, mate, don't be, like, fucking helping people. Like, yeah. And what, what's even the point of him helping? Obviously, Angela doesn't know they're on a boat, but he does. So it's like... yeah got nowhere to run you are on a boat so she she runs and she bumps into guzman and uh they're, they're basically they get surrounded don't they They get surrounded by the military yeah. and then like the doctor comes for her, i think is it ricotti or something ricotti yeah 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 you say you, you get his name at the beginning and then uh don't really ever hear it again no he's, he's just like the head of the doctors i guess i fucking love this guy this guy doesn't take any shit it's no just, no yeah he's very uh by the book, like, no. isn't he? He doesn't give a fuck who it is, though. He's just like, nah, nah, he's dead now. Sorry. It's like his mum is on the boat. Yeah. He's Paul's like, well, mom. no, he's dead now. Sorry, Phil. So, I've, got, I've, got, I've got to follow the rules, but I'm your mother. Well, you know, I can't. I've not can't. even been bitten. Yeah, but you might get bitten, so it's easier to kill you now. You are quite frail. <laughs> yeah. You're just looking for an excuse to fucking off me so you can get your inheritance. Well, I mean, Mum, give me, give me this. You know, the apocalypse is probably good enough reason to get away with it, isn't it? Yeah. If you promise not to kill me, I'll just give you your inheritance now. Mm. Kind of want to kill you. What have I brought up? <laughs> A murderer. <laughs> yeah. So Rikai, he comes in. And he's basically like, you know, it's fine. She's not infected. Leave her alone. And uh, he tells Guzman that they're being isolated. He says basically like a another outbreak happened, which is obviously on top of the building, which is the wedding, I guess. And that they, they basically, they say they can't make any more mistakes, so they've got everyone involved 
that's left on this boat to make sure that the infection doesn't happen again. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's already happened yet, but there's a bit where they mentioned that this old woman is the only survivor from the wedding. They do at some point, yeah, I can't remember. It might be this. So we get introduced to Captain Ortega. He goes uh, Guzman around, and he basically explains that he's being paid by the doctors for his ship, and that he's he is the captain, but he's not in charge. Like, everything's yeah. kind of locked down. Um, See, he mentions the amount of money he's getting paid is enough that he can basically retire on, and this is his, like, last voyage. It's like the one last job in it, you know, the whole... Yeah, so um, statistically, it's very likely he's going to perish. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like a couple of days for a week's from uh, retirement, so he's definitely going to die the mate. Yeah. We meet the bridge officer, who is called... Goro Stiaga, and he just says, call me Goro. Is that not the, the guy's name from Street Fighter or something? Goro. Uh, no, I think you're thinking of uh, Mortal Kombat, Goro. Is it Goro? Mm-hmm. The guy with four arms. Thinking of Mortal Kombat, yeah. And they, they also mention that, which this comes back, that they have regular power outages, and they say it happens worse at night, like at night. Yeah, yeah. And they say it's basically because the doctors have got so much power being drained down in the... You know, down below, I, can't, I don't know what the fuck it's called on a ship, and uh, they're building like some sort of lab, and nobody can get in. Like, there's only, I don't think there's, don't they mention there's not even any CCTV on it? The only place that hasn't got cameras on it, like, because one of the soldiers mentions that he can't even go for a piss without them watching. Yeah, there's literally cat like, even in like the private quarters, like where people sleep, there's still fucking cameras, cameras on you. Yeah, and this lab's like the only place on the ship that hasn't got a camera. So I think the old woman comes up to Angela at this point, and she uh, she she does mention. I think she mentions a fair bit about the wedding to Angela, but she's she's just off her fucking tits. Like she's she's really fucked. She doesn't know where the fuck she is. I don't think she even knows she's on a boat. No, no. Well, she still thinks she's at like the uh, wedding yeah, place, I guess, because she even mentions like, "Oh, I don't understand these modern weddings." Because she does, the old woman comes in, doesn't she? And she's like, "Oh." Have you had too much to drink? I've had too much to drink. <laughs> to, to fucking Angela. And I'm yeah, just like, yeah. what are you talking about, mate? Ortega and Guzman, they talk to uh, <laughs> probably my favourite character in the film, Nick. <laughs> Nick's great, great yeah. He's so... He's, he's like a... He looks like a Spanish Jack Black or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but, but he's got, like, the mouth of a toad. <laughs> mouth is so wide. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it doesn't go round in like a smile; it just goes straight. He's got the, it's, it's just it's a weird looking mouth. Yeah, because Nick's like he's like a, a super fan of Angela's show, isn't he? Yeah, well, like the first time we meet him, he's perving on Angela on the CCTV, and he's just like eating a chocolate bar. Like, yep, I'm gonna perv on this, I'm gonna perv on this bitch. So Nick complains about the doctors. That he, he says they've set up some sort of secret frequency, and. Uh, that the lifeboats don't work as well. They mentioned that the lifeboats have been... Tampered with? Well, yeah. Like, they've been tampered with so they don't go off. Like, basically, nobody can get off the ship. Unless yeah, you're jumping yeah. Into the water. And Nick is decoding the camera, which Angela had on her when uh, Guzman found her in the apartment building. He's decoding the camera from the first film. Where he's kind of, like, getting all the footage together. Which, obviously, if you've seen the, the first films... You're gonna go, oh fuck! So eventually they're gonna find out she's got 
the parasite in her because it was recorded. So there's uh there's the black guy that's in the he works down in the engine room. Yeah, I didn't catch his name. No, I, I didn't catch his name either. But he, he calls up and basically says that they need to go easy up there because you know everything's getting fucking hot down. I'm guessing that's what don't the power outages come from down there? Yeah, yeah, he's in charge of all the the mechanics of the ship. It's like this dinner scene now. I don't know if it was just me, but did you not get like aliens vibe? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly like, what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was half expecting them to pull out a knife and do that trick. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You know, because like, it, it just it looks like it doesn't look anything like it, but it just feels exactly the same. But Guzman meets up. He finds out that his partner from inside the building. I think his name's Lucas. He is in the boat. He's in the boat as well. He meets up with his partner. I think he just like meets up with him. He's like, where the fuck have you been? And uh, the old woman asks for... Warm milk. milk. Yeah. And the, the, the Filipino chef comes over and he's kind of looking at like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, it, it just seems like it's a get what you're given type deal. But the, the thing is, though, the old woman's like, oh, I don't really eat a lot. Uh, warm milk's uh, much more than enough for me. And then later on, she's like, hmm. Wouldn't mind like a pasta or a lasagna or something. <laughs> like, you just said all you need is fucking warm milk, and now you're like, get me a fucking lasagna. We thought we'd gotten away with a mouth to feed there, you bitch. So Nick is uh, decoding the camera, and Guzman asks him to hack into the CCTV. Yeah. And they gets him to show, you know, he shows him that the lab is locked down. I think there's like two guards outside it. And uh, Nick says that the only thing that's went in and out there is cages. They put cages in there, which yep. you find out what they are later. And uh, yeah, there's a there's also another door that's even more heavily guarded. I don't know what I can't remember what that is now. I think that's like the last room they enter. Yeah, um, there's there's obviously the lab, and then there's the super secret part of the lab. So Angela's uh, like sleeping on a bed, and uh, she feels like this fucking the worm. Yeah, it's like wiggling inside a gut. That's grim. That's like alien as well. True. Yeah, very true, very true. Because at this point, I was like, are they going to address the fact that she's got this thing inside her, or are they just sort of yeah. ignoring yeah, they it? Then decoded the camera yet. Yeah, yeah, I know that, I know that they didn't know, but I, was, I meant like, were they just going to pretend it didn't happen like in the film? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. But a, uh, a power outage happens, which gives Angela... A chance to sneak around. She goes and has a little creep around. And that, yeah, because the soldiers go down to the black guy now, don't they? And they're, they're kicking off. It's like you should have sorted this by now. Yeah, yeah, they're giving him grief. Like you know, you don't you don't fucking know what fucking hard fucking work is. You don't do fuck all yeah. in this place. And then like, <laughs> fuck, I mean, to be fair to the guy, he like doesn't take any shit, and he's like. Fuck you. Yeah, no, he's the, the the black guy's badass. He's proper like he just turns around. And he's like, "This is my bit." And yeah, will go back on when I fucking want it to. Yeah, yeah. then the, the, the soldiers just get it done. Just, just get it done. Yeah, it's the whole you know. You don't fucking tell me how to do my job. I won't fucking tell you how to do yours. So we see the Filipino chef, and he's uh, he's preparing like a meal, which is going to be quite important soon. Goro, Nick, and Ortega, they see that there's a massive storm. Approaching. Yeah, they say it's a Force 8 storm, which, uh, you yeah, know, like that, yeah. I don't really know my Force scaling, but 8, it sounds bad. Yeah, well, it ends up being pretty bad. Pretty yeah. bad storm. Yeah. But Ortega's like, 
well, yeah. What did you think was going to happen? This is my last run. Like, obviously, I'm going to go out with a bang. It's like you might die, mate. You might, you might not get to retire. Big storm. Either way, it's my last voyage. <laughs> <laughs> Angela comes in. She she gets to meet them all, and uh, she realizes that Nick is decoding the camera because she kind of gets a little bit shocked at this point, doesn't she? And uh, Nick asks her for like a fucking selfie or something. Well, yeah. Nick wants her to do like a personal introduction for him, like she's presenting a show. She wants to do the whole I'm blah, 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 and this is... Oh, yeah, that's a show called, like, While You Were Sleeping or something. And then, like, she's just, like, basically ignoring him, like, looking at the footage. And he's like, oh, I love that episode where you (laughs) were with the fucking garbage men or something. That was so funny. Like, from, from the footage we seen when she was recording with the firemen, it didn't seem like it was a comedy show. No, I see... (laughs) But, but like, it's, doesn't he say something about how she jumped in a bin? Because somebody was like, oh, that, that was so funny when they didn't, yeah, they, they, yeah. Were they didn't think you were going to jump in a bin. It was like, well, who thinks anybody's going to jump in a bin? Nick. It's, a, it's a weird thing to be like a diehard fan of. Yeah, you, get, like, you uh, can get it when it's like, oh my God, I've just fucking met Bruce Campbell. He was fucking Ash and Evil Dead. He's like the fucking, the dog's bollocks. But it's just like, it'd be like the equivalent of like, oh my God, it's Philip Schofield. <laughs> <laughs> you are fucking yeah. great on this morning. It's like it's it's a very odd thing to. Uh... Oh, I've seen I've seen you on Cops. This is this is great. This I love that episode that you're in. I was only in one episode. Well, yeah, it's it's always different cops, but I love that episode. I was the one getting cops. arrested for a good. drug possession. I know, but you you were great <laughs> at being arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a very bad point with my life. I, I really, you know, regret my old ways. I'm just trying to forget about well, it and I'm become a better citizen. It was funny to me, though. Like, you're, I'm just, I'm just saying, you were a much better drug dealer than you were a fucking street sweeper, mate. Pack this in and sell some more crack. You know what? Fuck me, it. I made a lot more money when I sold crack. Thank you, an ominous stranger. Oh fuck! I've just remembered we're still on a boat. And then it's like, it turns out it's a fucking undercover cop. Ah, got you. Back to fucking jail (laughs) with you. Have you done all this to get me, even when I wasn't a drug dealer? You made me a drug dealer. Mate, we've staged an entire zombie apocalypse to catch you. (laughs) This seems like a massive waste of resources. This is the taxpayers' money going to shit. Several people are dead. What am I paying for? And if you want to be pedantic, so, I've not actually sold any more drugs yet, so you can't really <laughs> arrest me. Oh, shit, I should have waited till you sold, sold some drugs, shouldn't I? Forget um, I'm a cop. Can I, I buy some crack from oh. you? Yeah, go on then. Ha, got ya. Fuck. Why have you got crack on you when you weren't a drug dealer? Well, I mean, just because I'm not a dealer doesn't mean I can't be a fucking addict. So, uh, the, the camera decodes, you know, completes... And he says that he'll have it sorted in about an hour. The Riccati and the, the doctors, they enter the, the secret room and they find out that the the host is gone. Yes, obviously at this point we don't know what the host is, but yeah. you, you know it's going to be bad. So Riccati has this big fuck-off like reanimator syringe. They like, Let's... So they do also, because they look at the restraints and they, they mention that they're not broken. Somebody has let the host of out. Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. deliberate, yeah. But yeah, Rakai has this fuck-off syringe, and he says he has to find the host before it attacks someone. And the poor Filipino chef, 
gets attacked by twenty eight days later rage monkey. <laughs> yep. Like this is this has got to be a fucking reference. Yeah. Well I mean she wakes up on a hospital bed like twenty eight days later and now they've yep. got a fucking rage monkey. I don't know what it was about this CGI. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, but it looked like semi-stop motion. It was that bad. Yeah, I get exactly what you the mean. It... Where I was like, I don't really mind that. It was <laughs> Fair weird. Enough. It was so weird. I was like, it looked like nearly, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just like how I'd looked at it or what, but it reminded me of like, you know, like the animation from uh, like Coraline or something or Paranorman or Box Trolls or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That like kind of, what's that what's they called like lack lacria lackia like that was yeah that's it they're great films yeah yep um have you seen missing link no i've not seen that one yet that's the latest one that's fucking good as well i did read not that long ago watch uh, paranorman for the first time though great film they're also dark as well well not dark but dark for kids films yeah yeah they're kind of like more geared towards adults i'd say so anyway, Rage Monkey, he attacks uh, the Filipino guy, and the Filipino guy straight up fucking fries it. He puts it in a, in a, in a, fr- in a frying pan. Yeah, I just, thought it was dead. It looks fucking dead. It just dies, doesn't it? It just, like, passes out, but it must come back. Yeah. Because, like, in the other films, they shot these demons, like, to bits, and they got back up again. Yeah, I'm guessing yeah. they died for a bit. Hey, you notice how the zombies are uh, fast in this again as well? Yeah, 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 true, yeah. So the military are in the dining room and they're moaning about the dinner not being served yet. So Goro goes to investigate and the Filipino guy has turned, but he's got his headphones in. I really like this shot because it shows you it from like, it shows you like the face of the Filipino guy and Goro's kind of behind him, like trying to, you know, like what are you doing? What are you doing? He can't hear him. And then Goro like comes over and lifts one of the headphones off, tells him like, oh, you need to cook dinner. Puts the headphone back and walks off. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, like, the Filipino guy, just, you see him getting, because he's turned and he hears him, you see him getting fucking angry then. It's yeah, really you see his, like, his uh, eyes going red and shit, don't you? Yeah. And then he, like, when Goro walks away, he growls. It is also worth mentioning that some Goro comes into the kitchen and he tastes a bit of the food. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and the monkey's been on it, isn't it? The monkey must be gone already on here, then. Yeah, that's a good point. You probably mentioned, like, mate, you've got a fucking monkey in there. It's like, you can't yeah. be serving fucking monkey. The cell viruses start. Um, so Nick finishes with the the video file, and he, he sends it off. I don't know who he sends it to. Does he send it to the doctors? I'm going to assume so. I don't know who else would really need to see the footage. <laughs> Lucas talks to the old woman. He has like a little heart to heart, which kind of comes back a bit later on um, with the old woman. She thinks that she's been put in a home. She's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lucas is like, no, 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 it's all right. And this is where she asks for the pasta. So Lucas goes off to ask the chef and he gets attacked by the Filipino guy. Yeah. And then he locks him, locks him in the fridge. Um, so he, he runs to the dinner room and he, he obviously screams at them not to start eating the meat. Does anybody eat it? I feel like he mentions later on that nobody had eaten, but with how quickly the infection seems to spread, I feel like some of them must, I mean, at the very least, one of them must have eaten it. Yeah. yeah. And R- Rakai, the doctor, he arrives and 
you know, he's obviously wanting to know what's going on. Goro and Ortega is talking about how the storm, I think the storm's like nearly on them at this point. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Goro, you know, says to Ortega, he's like, you know, I don't feel well. And the, the, the captain's like, you know, oh, it's, you've probably got that um, worm that comes from raw, raw fish. I think it's Anisakis or something, the worm. And uh, <clears throat> Goro says, yeah, that, that would make sense, but we haven't had fish today. And then you can see his eyes, his eyes are turning. Yeah. He's on yeah, he tasted it, didn't he? Riccati and Guzman, they talk about basically, Riccati basically says he's trying to make this uh, antidote for, you know, whatever's happened. Mm -hmm. And he wants to test it on the Filipino guy. So he gets Guzman to taser the the zombie. And Riccati comes over and injects him with his fucking syringe, which is, I'm assuming, supposed to, to stop him, you know, returning. And uh, it just makes him like... He just like bulges out, doesn't he? He gets like really more, a lot more aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he comes, you know, obviously locking back out. And Guzman's like, you know, this this isn't working. Just call for some fucking help. And Riccati does, you know, he's the same as the priest from number two. And he's like, nah, nobody's nobody's coming. We're not doing this until... Yeah, nobody out. leaves until I say so. Because they, so, they mentioned that the, the virus must be mutating. They say that there's a, every strain is based on a person's so every strain is different so i think uh, this, this, the strain changes depending on what body it goes into because that's why they say like we need the original sample yeah i was gonna say that's obviously going back to the second one where it had to be from Tristan. the original source yeah nick at this point he starts seeing people turning on cctv and like you said they're, they're turning pretty fucking quickly now riccati says that you know everyone needs to stay here stay still and uh and basically lucas comes over and he says that you know he says to the doctor he's like you know i gave you what you wanted what why you you can't do this to us you know because ricardi's basically saying they need to stay in this room or else you know they'll get sh sh they'll shoot them i suppose so guzman obviously comes over and he's like what, what the fuck are you talking about like what have you done and lucas basically explains that he brought a sample that he said he brought a, a blood sample from the apartment building grabbed it before obviously before he went he says that uh obviously calling back to number two he says that the priests visited him and that the priests or the vatican is financing this operation this whole like ship thing is all being financed by the vatican Angela snaps and she she tells the old woman that her family's dead. Yeah, She's like just so harsh. I'm like, like fucking leave her alone. It's like, what, what's she done to you? She's like, no, your entire family's fucking dead. Oh, great, thanks for that. Um, guess I'll go die. They basically, I think Guzman says that Ortega will help him. You know, the the captain. Um, they all gather. They gather weapons from the kitchen. I think they all just grab some fucking just knives, knives and, and shit. Yeah them say like this isn't gonna work and he's like well what else have we got yeah it's just always better than fuck all isn't it so a zombie uh, the, the you know the zombie military of some of them have turned now that they they attack and uh fucking doesn't guzman guzman gets like he does this badass move where this zombie comes over and he, he straight up smacks a knife into the zombie yeah it was pretty it was pretty cool yeah and then like the zombie drops and then he just gets his like handgun and just executes the zombie. i was like that yeah, he obviously knows what he's doing. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, that was fair enough. Nick and or Nick's with uh, Captain Ortega at this point, and they they mention that uh, Goro has gone to lie down. We obviously know that Goro's fucking turned, and he rings he rings the the black guy from the engine room, and he says basically like, don't worry, just stay stay where you are, stay put, 
and he he gets a revolver. Like I think I think doesn't it end up that he's got like one of the only guns left? He's only got his revolver. Angela and the rest of them they're they're continuing on. They're heading towards the bridge, and the black guy gets uh, attacked in the engine room. I think it's by the soldier as well that was moaning at him. Oh right, that yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I yeah. That, um, didn't catch that. So he, you know, he has a scuffle with the zombie, and while they're fighting, he knocks this pipe loose, which eventually leads to loss of oil. I think he says. I think the captain says we're losing oil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. More zombies. You know, they they attack the group, and the the monkey makes a reappearance as well. It comes out through the fucking vent. Um, little rage monkey running about. I love that monkey. That monkey was great. Yeah, Ortega notices at this point, obviously, that the pipe's been knocked, and he, there's, this is where he mentions that there. He says something about the oil. Black guy who's fighting off this fucking zombie, he, like, picks up a wrench. And then he, hit, he does, like, this. he hits this zombie, like, the, what's his name? Royalties from number three. He yeah, hits yeah. This 16 times with a wrench. <laughs> yeah. So Guzman shoots the, the zombie and the monkey. I, I think he, I don't think he gets the monkey. I think the monkey runs back in. And they notice that the old woman's gone. And basically Lucas says that, you know, he says, I want to go and look up, look for the old woman. I'm guessing because they bonded, I suppose. He, he just seems like he's, uh, he's the protective type. He's, you know, the he'll happily risk his own safety to make sure you know someone vulnerable is he's just the you know the very stereotypical hero good guy yeah well he also says to guzman he says you know i fucked up and i owe you and i was like how does getting an old woman yeah it's, it's... this make up for that like i was like it's not very it's not as if you're doing so i mean not like i'm saying it's a it's not a good deed <laughs> yeah but it's like really anything to do with them two he's like oh, i'm gonna go and save this old woman for you maybe guzman wants to bang her maybe so Lucas grabs a fucking submachine gun from from where does he get it from? Does he just take it off a? a yeah, I think he just he just uh gets it off one of the the zombies, I guess. Or um, at this point, Guzman and Angela they arrive at the bridge, and um, this this is where Ortega says the ship's leaking oil because he says because because uh, Guzman basically says just just fucking get us out of here, and he's like, well, I would, but we're leaking oil, so yeah, sorry. Because he he tries to ring the. Uh... The black guy, and there's no answer. He says that they, if they get the backup engine started, they've probably got a chance. Yeah. So Guzman asks Nick if he can access the computers. I think he, he wants him to access the computers in the in the lab or something. And uh, Riccati and the, the other doctors, they're talking... Th- this is the point we mentioned earlier where they're talking about the, the virus mutates according to the host, the host DNA. DNA. Yeah, yeah. Um, which obviously makes every strain different um they need the you know they need tristana's uh strain the original strain and uh they haven't got it they, they can't you know they they, don't, they can't get it so basically ricardi just says it's game over yeah he's like gentlemen it's game over you know the protocol yeah. and then without hesitation he's like putting in like the fucking code for the detonator it's all it's almost like he's been waiting for this like yes get to use the yeah, fucking it's... detonator but we're all gonna <laughs> yeah. die yeah but it's pretty um... cool isn't it <laughs> yeah. um, he, he stops though when the other doctor says that the camera images are working or something he mentions that i don't know and guzman searches the files because nick's hacked into the computers 
and he finds a file that's uh, titled uh, Medeiros, which is obviously Tristana Medeiros, the original carrier. Angela obviously recognizes it. And uh, uh, do you know what I liked about this bit? It, when they read the file on the priests, they say that it's parascientific. I was like, ha, they've molded paranormal and scientific. How, how, how lovely. Well, sh- surely if, it, if it's scientific, then it's no longer paranormal. I suppose it's like because it's there is paranormal, you know, like you know things around it. But yeah, yeah, I get it. But obviously, stems from became. Yeah, 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 I get it. But like hypothetically, say there was proof that ghosts were real. Like ghosts wouldn't be considered paranormal anymore. But oh, Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I suppose probably because it's quite secret. So, like, nobody knows about the zombie demons apart from them and them and them and her <laughs> and him well, I mean this is why we're blowing up the boat because <laughs> all of you know about this you're blowing up the boat for you don't pretend you're doing it for fucking a just cause you've always wanted to blow this boat up um, in, in fact I think the first words you said when you stepped on this boat you whispered under your breath I can't wait to blow this motherfucker up poor Ricardo he just wants to self-destruct literally Angela says to them, obviously, you know, about the possessions and that they will, you know, the Vatican's, it's, it's kind of like the only really callback to the religious aspect in this film. They don't really do much with the religion. It's kind of just a virus again. They don't really focus on the religious part in this. Yeah, this yeah. I mean, I can only think maybe people didn't like the religious aspect, so they tried not to. But I down. thought it was what separated this from like other fucking zombie shit. Like I kind of, I kind of miss it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the point where Ricard and the doctors, they, they watch the, the camera images from the, the first wreck. Yeah. They see Angela having the, the worm. Yeah. Yeah. This is when they click that she's the, I guess, technically the original carrier now. So they, they basically decide to, they say, well, we'll, we'll grab Angela and we'll cut the fucking, parasite out of her. Lucas is searching for the old woman still at this point and she's 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 turned. Yeah. He has to he unfortunately has to shoot the poor old woman. You'd be annoyed, like, well this was a complete and utter waste of fucking time then, wasn't it? I could have just been with the others. Yeah. Selfish bitch. You couldn't have not been a zombie, could you? <laughs> but he well, because he shoots her he he draws like a horde of zombies, like loads of them come after him. Yeah. So he he locks himself away. And when he gets into in, inside, he has a gun put to his head, and it's uh, it's Ricardo. You know, you know, he's like, "Where's the girl?" Uh, L- Lucas is like, "Oh, she's on a cruise ship," and Ricardo is like, "Don't be a fucking dick. I just, just know where the fucking girl is." You're the one trying to blow the fucking boat up, and I'm the dick. Right. So if you're resisting, I'm just going to blow the boat up. We'll just go back to that. Should we do that? Nobody likes to do that. Angela and Ortega they argue about who's going to go down to the engine room because I think Ortega's like, "Fuck off! I'm not doing that." I ain't going down there. And Lucas arrives with Ricardi's group who, you know, come in. They tell everyone about the parasite. At first, Guzman kind of like stands up for, you know, he points a gun and Ricardi's basically like, you're a doctor yourself. You know, like, this is the only thing that we can do. Uh, Guzman's obviously like, fuck, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it is the apocalypse, I guess. So cut it out. Though. They, they grab her and they basically prepare to... They're not even going to give her a fucking... No, they just, like, hold her down on, like, a fucking counter, don't they? And she starts, like, screaming for Nick to help her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because they're going to cut her open with a scalpel. It's, it's um, some, it's, I mean, I, I get it. You know, Nick's obviously on her side, but it's like, what's he going to do? He's not really the hero type. No, it's Jack Black. Yeah, it's like, um, I don't really think I can face off these several armed guards. I mean, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for you, but I, and, I, and I do like your show, don't get me wrong, but I, I don't know what I can do. I can eat a chocolate bar. Will that help? <laughs> um, not really, um, Nick. I think Riccardi sends the other doctor off. To get towels. Oh, that's it. And he bumps into fucking infected Gora. Well, yeah, he just like, you know, obviously, okay, yeah, I'll go in the bathroom, get some towels, opens the fucking door and gets attacked by the fucking zombie. He's like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just like that. Fucking hell. Not, you know, it's like, you know, like you, you nearly fall down, you, you, you nearly miss a step when you're walking down the stairs. Like, <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. Fucking zombie, like, fuck. fuck. Fuck, you know. Angela gets free in the struggle, you know, everyone's getting fucking, Ortega runs out as well. I don't yeah. think we ever see him again. Um, Do you ever see him I don't know. Because I but, swear, he runs out here and you never see him again. I might be wrong. I might have missed it somewhere. But I mean, I definitely don't think he plays any significant part. No. So, Angela gets out as well. Doctor, you know, that was bitten, you know, by fucking Gora. Well, he, <laughs> he, start, he starts, like, pleading you know, like, for his life, doesn't he? Like, oh, no, please. Right you know the vaccine's going to work. And Ricardo's like, now, mate, shoot him. Well, he's like, you know, can't take any risks. I mean, I do get him. I'd be like, come on, mate. You turn pretty fast. I mean, look at the guy that you just bit you. Yeah. Like, you know. So he tells he tells Guzman that if they don't, you know, Ricardo tells Guzman that if they don't find the vaccine, that, uh, you know, basically they'll, there'll be no way. Guzman's like, you know, let us just go back to the fucking mainland. And he's like, if we don't get that vaccine, there's going to be nothing to go back to. Yeah. Eventually. Because the virus is going to get out. Guzman asks if Nick can pilot the ship. Or, or turn the turn the engine on or something. He says like, "Can you?" And and Nick's like, "Yeah, I've, I've helped, but I don't know if I can do it like on my own." And he says, "You know, they need, they obviously need to go to the engine room to do this." And Nick's um, like, like, "I I can't go down there." Yeah. So they get they have to gather like they gather a lot of fishing equipment, don't they? They gather yeah. like a harpoon and a a motor. Yeah, it's the motor for one of the uh, rafts, I guess. Yeah, the which they just use as a fucking weapon. Ricardi and his group they they go off and the other, you know they go off and search for fucking Angela and she uh this the Angela kind of has her Bruce Willis diehard moment here where she she takes her top off and she's got her vest. Yeah, from, yeah. You know the film's off. getting serious when uh got the main character's in a vest. So yeah. I'm not playing anymore. And she grabs a fire axe. You know she's going into badass Angela mode. Yeah, I guess. Um, she destroys all the cameras as she goes. She's, she's like smashing them all. She's walking past this corpse and Nick Nick calls on the walkie-talkie and he says, you know, like, I'll guide you, but could you please stop smashing the cameras because I can't do it if you do that. Yeah, Nick starts doing uh, Deckard from uh, Halloween Resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So she, she basically, you know, he says he'll guide her. I, th- I think she does. She hear people coming because she unlocks the Filipino guy's room. She unlocks it and like leaves it open because Nick's like, well, "Why'd you do that?" Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I think she just does it uh, as something to stop Fox. the the armed guards, I guess. Ricardi and his group they get um, they get you know they obviously they get attacked, 
and Angela grabs McCarty and she basically, you know, she she drags him around the corner, I think, and she's like, I'm not infected. I know I'm not infected. And then she bites his hand. Like, go back. Get test yourself test. and then you're fucking now I'm fine. Yeah, leave me alone. One of the, what's funny after this as well is that Angela fucks off and one of the soldiers comes up to Riccati and he's like, what happened to your hand? He's like, well, don't worry about that. And he's like, well, I am. Like, <laughs> you shot someone for it, so could could you tell me why? No, 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 no I, I don't. Tell you what, I'm just going to shut this door here. Well, the zombies are out here. No, I'm just going to shut this door, though. But, but you're in there, and I'm going to get eaten out here. If you And you've got a bit in hand. I'm just going to shut this door, though. All right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I might go put the timer on. I might blow up the ship up. I might. I don't know. See you later. So, Bukati does you know does just that he goes back he tests his blood and i'm get it comes back i think it's it comes back negative doesn't it yeah yeah obviously. it takes a while i mean it was a pretty cool little uh suspenseful moment because it's doing the whole on the computer screen like 38 percent blah 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 going up to 100 and then it goes for ages though doesn't it yeah yeah like a five second shot of this dude dude so angela <clears throat> has a plan and she asks Nick, she's like, you know, do you know the code for the lab? And he's like, you know, well, why do you need, why do you need that? And she's like, well, just, just trust me. So Angela sneaks up on uh, McCarty and uh, she, you know, she obviously says to him, like, you know, now, you know, it's not fucking me. And he's like, well, I don't know how, because I saw it on camera. I saw you yeah. take the So Nick's packing up the camera and he, he lets uh, Guzman and Lucas back in. You know, they, they've come back with the, with the, the, the gear. He tells them that he tells them obviously Angela's been tested. He's seen it on camera and she she's fine. And Guzman tells Lucas and Nick to go to the engine room. He'll go for Angela and then they'll meet meet back there when everything's sorted. So uh, Angela forces. She basically says, you know, right to Ricardo. She's like, tell everyone else now that I'm I'm not infected because all I think all the soldiers arrive. No, it's, it's yeah, all the soldiers arrive and then Guzman Guzman shows up. And basically, you know, she's like, tell tell everyone that I'm I'm fine. And Rakai is still like, she's lying. Like it's like, mate, come on. How many times do you have to be told it's negative? She's like, she's lying. It's like you've literally just tested it. And uh, basically, the, the 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 penny drops. Yeah, it dawns on him, doesn't he? Because he even says like, the parasite leaves its body when it finds a better host. Yeah. And so... he's obviously think it's gone fucking out of her and found like a stronger person which in a twist that you can probably see coming a mile away it ends up that Guzman is in fact infected with the parasite now which makes sense because he's obviously the one that saved Angela so obviously at some point during the ship they've it's gone over into him yeah I mean it's it's not a great twist (laughs) <laughs> no, it's uh, I, very high numbers. <laughs> yeah, anyone. it's. I wasn't shocked. I was like, okay, yeah, it's him. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. It would have been great if it was like Nick. <laughs> yeah, Nick comes out. Was like, you got me. My master plan has failed. <laughs> well, basically, it, it is literally that. Like Guzman had like some master plan, and she's like, yo, you let the monkey out when the power went out, and it's like. Oh, it was old man Jenkins all this this whole time. Yeah. He got away with it. it wasn't for you meddling Spaniards. 
So Riccati basically says, you know, he he he, he tries to fulfil his self destruction fetish. He's like, right, no, it's definitely done now. It's definitely done. Yeah. Fucking blowing us up. I've had enough. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, he, he 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 sets the he sets the fucking timer uh, for twenty she, minutes, uh, isn't it? And well, it's twenty minutes. The 20 the time, yeah. yeah. She tases Angela tases Guzman, and Guzman basically pushes. He, he kind of like herds her into a compartment, and he yeah, it's got like hanger shuttered doors or something, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. It's kind of like a yeah, like a brig or something. But he he locks her inside, and just before he locks her inside, he does like a a saw. Game over. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Now it's party time, and you're like, oh, okay, fair enough, demon. So she she grabs this light. She finds a light. It takes a while to get on. I don't know what it's from. Like she just finds this light in pitch black. Did she have a light on her? Like what's, yeah, that, that would to be fair. Yeah, it, that I didn't even question it at the time. But yeah, it makes a god yeah. knows. Deus Ex light. How did the how the fuck did she find it in the pitch black? She's like, oh no, exactly where I am. Maybe um, she's got permanent night vision powers now. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Um, so she grabs, she grabs the, she grabs a light, and she sees loads of cages around, which has like bits of monkey, I guess, yeah. inside yeah. it. And then there's live ones, there's live ones there. It's like it's like fucking zombies. And she, she escapes up this 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 ladder, and he, you know, the, obviously the fucking the monkeys are all. Yeah, yeah. Lucas and Nick they head to the engine room, and uh, they they kill a zombie with the fucking propeller. I, l- I did like this bit. Like, it, it gets, like, is this the one where the propeller gets like stuck in it and it goes... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's like grinding a bit first. Then it just gets stuck and then just blows up. I mean, like, in in you know defense of the manufacturers of the motors, I don't think this is its like primary function. No, probably not. Imagine buying one of them. It's like, could this hypothetically be used as a weapon against a zombie horde? And like... I mean, you might be yeah. able to get one or two of them, and it probably will look pretty cool. But you you probably damage it. It's it's not really. It's meant for you know, powering boats, really, not uh killing fucking zombies. But what? But one or two, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I'm saying that, but I mean, I've never I've never used. A so what like... you're saying is, I can use it to kill one or two zombies, and it'll still be covered by the warranty. No, if you kill zombies with it, the warranty is void. Doesn't say that in the uh, instructions, does it? Well, I mean, you've told me though. Yeah, but yeah, but zombies aren't real. You've got a point, but if they are, don't use this um, to kill them and expect <laughs> your money back. How many days have we got to bring it back? Sorry. Twenty-eight days, standard standard warning procedure. So they 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 try to start the the engine, and uh, Angela's heading through the vent. And while they while they're trying to start the engine. The uh, the badass black guy, he's turned, and loads of other fucking zombies. They they attack Lucas while Nick's trying to do the fucking because Nick's yeah, like gets... trying to start. He's like, oh, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't remember. It's like just we're gonna die, Nick. Just remember. Come on. While all this is going on, there's like um, it's like pre-recorded messages about the detonation. It's like 13 minutes till detonation. Yeah, yeah, and then it's, it's but like, then it like immediately drops to like ten. I was like, how quick is time going? But oh, four seconds, boom, end of film. Everyone's dead. The end. Is that like the third Alien reference? Oh my god, is this a remake of Alien? <laughs> well, it's got Alien with a bit of aliens in it as well. Like, yeah, like, fucking hell. 
what is going on? It's a weird mashup of fucking alien twenty eight days later in zombies. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So unfortunately Lucas gets killed at this point. He gets eaten by several zombies. And they have another power outage. Angela's still getting chased by the old fucking rage monkeys. And Riccati grabs uh, a duffel bag from a vent. And he, he, you know, he bumps into Nick on the way. And he's like, you know, the ship's about to explode. He begs, he says to Nick, he's like, come with me on the raft. Come with me on the raft. And Nick's like, fuck you. And then hits him with the fucking propeller. Yeah. Maxim with well, I mean, not with the actual propeller, but he just like knocks him out, and uh, he grabs the duffel bag, and he, he it's funny because Nick's like running away, and he, he's saying to himself, he's like, "Go, Nick." <laughs> yes, like, that bit was brilliant. Oh, it's it's poor Nick. It it reminds me again to call back to a Halloween Resurrection. There you go. It's a it's a mix of Halloween Resurrection, Alien, Zombies, and Twenty Eight Days Later. You know the bit where uh, Buster Rhymes is like patting himself on the back. Yeah, like, yeah. Go, Nick. Oh, fucking hell! I love Nick. But he he meets up with he meets up with Angela, and they uh they fucking obliterate the monkeys, don't they? I think they turn on the propeller, and the monkeys just uh, kind of like the helicopter scene from Twenty Eight Weeks Later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm looking for it now. I'm looking for it now. So Nick and Angela they lock themselves in the dining room, and they hear an announcement now that there's only six minutes left to get off the ship. And uh, basically, they say they have to go back and get the the propeller because they, I think, they dropped it or something. Yeah, because they need, yeah. need it. Life raft. Guzman appears and he attacks Angela, and he, he basically tries to put the parasite back in Angela. Yeah, he like yeah. grabs her and fucking mouths her, and then you see the fucking yeah. worm thing going back into her. But Nick reaches uh, for the harpoon, and uh, he, he like he f- like reaches it to. Angela, and then yeah. Angela like pierces it through the fucking, you know, through Guzman before she before he can uh but pass the parasite on. Yeah. So her and Nick, they they fucking leg it from because the, there's like a fucking horde of zombies coming after. I think yeah, like, there's a horde of zombies, and there's only four fucking minutes left before the fucking boat's gonna blow up. They climb to safety. They they jump off it. They inflate the raft. Yeah, Nick, Nick throws the raft in and he's like telling Angela, like, you've got to fucking jump now, but she's not really, like, she's hesitant to. Yeah. So Nick basically says, look, I'll hold him off, but you need to fucking jump. So Nick's like fucking beating these zombies. Yeah, I and thought Nick was going to like sacrifice himself at this point. I was like, oh no, Nick, come on, let her die. You don't deserve to die. It's like, just jump off the boat, Nick. Like, yeah. You don't have to hold him off. Just jump off the boat. The explosion will deal with the fucking zombies, mate. So he does, he does finally jump off the boat, and he when he gets into the water, he, he can't find Angela. Angela hasn't come up yet. And they do this whole thing where it's like, oh, is she dead? And it's like, no, she's not. And then she surfaces, and uh, you know they, they get on the raft. They get the motor working just before the, the ship explodes. And then under the water, we see that the parasite... Parasite's has, still kicking. Yeah. And uh, uh, like a, I think it's like a, is it a barracuda or something? It's, yeah, some Comes sort up. of fucking fish. Yeah, comes up and eats it straight yeah. up. And then as the credits roll, we get one little scene before the end of it. Angela and Nick are... They're in a taxi, safe. aren't they? Yep, yep, in a taxi. I oh, know, I think it's a cop... Is it a taxi? I swear it was a taxi. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, that would make more sense. Because I thought it was a cop car. 
No, I think it was a cop car, you know, because you hear was an announcement. Yeah, because I think you get you hear a radio. And yeah, you hear a radio like, explaining. Does it not say like, oh, there's something happening over here? And he says, oh, I'll go on there after I've dropped these off. Oh, right. Okay, right. But yeah, then again, it right. could be a taxi, to be fair, because, I mean, that could go both ways. Maybe I misheard it and it was a taxi. Okay. They're in a car. We know that for sure. Or was it a um, bike? <laughs> so it, the guy who's driving, he looks back and he basically like says, oh, some party, eh? And yeah. And Nick have the little look at each other. Where they're yeah, like, it's like, you have no fucking idea. And then uh, and then it ends. The Wreck franchise ends. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. Right, should we move on to our ratings for Wreck Apocalypse? Yeah, you go ahead. Okay, so as a film, uh, I'll probably give it a three out of five. Okay. It's all right. It's it's a bit underwhelming. Yeah, from everything that's been built up, it kind of, yeah. I felt like Wreck 2 was a better ending than this. Like this has it hasn't really. I mean, this and Genesis haven't really progressed the story in any way. No, it feels like they've just been made for the sake of it. Yeah, but you know, it's not. It's not a bad film. It's it's just it's yeah. very average and underwhelming. It's really not that necessary to watch it. You don't really learn anything new. Yeah, and then you yeah, know, there's, there's stuff that's set up in Wreck Genesis like all the reflections of the infected being the the fucking abomination and then this doesn't really do anything with that doesn't do anything with with the religious stuff pretty much no no like i say it's very it's just a yeah i don't know it's just it's just a bit underwhelming it's it's not a bad film It, it does its job it's it just feels like any other zombie film which is a shame for a franchise that did have quite a interesting take on the the zombie mythology, I guess. Yeah. And then it's it's not it's not one that I'm gonna rewatch. Maybe well, I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna rewatch it, but it's not one I'm really gonna. I'd never sit down and just watch Wreck Apocalypse. I feel like I'd only rewatch it if I was doing the whole series again. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you know you might just be like one night, oh, I'm just gonna put Wreck Two on. Yeah, I mean, I might even go. I might even just put on Wreck Genesis, but I don't think I would ever just watch Apocalypse outside of doing a rewatch. Right. Okay. Okay. And then, yeah, fun factor, probably about a three as well. It's it's an alright zombie film. Yeah, there's some cool kills. The zombies look cool. So, um, so I I enjoyed it a lot more this time round than I did from what I remember. Okay. Possibly that's because I've gone in remembering it being underwhelming. Yeah. Um, I do remember it being like like fe- I remember feeling like you felt this time. Right. First time right. I was kind of like, oh yeah. And I remember I never remembered much about it besides the rage monkey, but I remembered that I felt indifferent to it. Right. Um, yeah. This time round. There's not really. It's still. I still don't feel it's. It's any different in that sense, but I enjoyed it a lot more this time. I think right. probably because I I knew what I was getting into. Right. And yeah. I've just kind of had fun with it. I think it's shot pretty well for 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 a film that's that's jumped from you know like a very certain type of filming method to 
you know, like normal filming. Yeah, it's yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it's the, it was the same with Wreck Genesis. It's, you know, it's a decent looking film. Yeah, I, I like pretty, you know, like I think a lot of, the, most of the characters were done justice. I think the characters are pretty, you know, they get you through the, there's no, there's no characters that you kind of like, oh, for fuck's sake. They're yeah, there's no, movie. there's nobody that I don't like in the film. No, like they're all, they were all good characters. Even the pricks are all yeah. good characters. Well, the villains I mean, are good, the heroes are good, and the comedic relief are good. Yeah, and even like you know, like the black guy in the in the engine room, like he was given like two scenes, and he was even given personality. Yeah, it was pretty well done. And yeah, yeah, I, I, I quite liked the pacing as well. I thought the pacing was pretty well done. Again, it was very by the numbers, very yeah. by the numbers. It was like you know, like to the point where you know, you can pick out the story beats, even to that. The 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 horrible twist at the end was not needed. No, not needed. Nope. You didn't. You could have just they. You could have literally. I I would have rather they just told us it was out of Angela, and we knew, and yeah. the rest of, you know, and, the, and they didn't know until the end. And the whole time we're trying to go, kind of like Wreck Two, which would be a cool callback. You know, we're kind of going, no, it's not in her anymore. Like, focus on him. He's the fucking bad guy. You know, I think that would have been better. But to to hold the twist from us and make it a twist, it, it wasn't it wasn't decent enough to be. Yeah, worth. I get it. It's like the film thinks it's outsmarted. It's like, oh, bet you didn't see this coming. And I was like, well, we did. You logically think about it. It was going to be one of you two, weren't it? Because, yeah. like, you're the ones that came from the apartment building, I guess. And you're, and you're a soldier. So you're like tip top. Um, so obviously it's going to go into into like one of those hoes. But like like you said, it was it did the job. Um, I'm going to give it. You gave it a three. I'm going to give it a generous three point five. So I, I did have a little bit more fun with it this time. Fun fact: uh, I'm going to go with a four out of five on this. Okay. I actually had quite a lot of fun. Um, I had a lot of fun with, you know, like all there's things that would annoy me, you know, kind of like there was a semi happy ending. It would kind would kind of annoyed me, but like Nick and I was rooting for Nick at the end of it, and some of the, you know, some of the the stuff that he got up to, and you know how they kind of do that that kind of like epic hero music where he finally like realizes he can do stuff, and it's like ah, yeah, I was like. This is fucking cool. This is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like, Nick I, is good. Just, Nick is good. Like, you know, like at the end when you said, "Oh, I, ho- I hope he's not going to sacrifice himself." Like at that point, I was like, "No, I don't care about the story now. I want Nick to live." Like yeah. I, I'm the happy ending. Yeah, I would have been as severely as... disappointed if Nick died. Yeah, um, like you said, some of the kills are fucking cool, and I, I weirdly like that bad CGI monkey. I don't know <laughs> if I've just got weird things for the for, for zombie like creatures now. I was about to say if maybe that's just your uh, love of zombies. Yeah. But I I I don't know why it just seemed I don't know. I just really liked how oh, I don't know. That, it's it it's funny that we mentioned bad CGI zombies because uh I was rewatching the original Jumanji the other day and I was like these fucking monkeys look atrocious by today's standards. Don't they? They look really bad. I like, have you watching... ever seen what a monkey looks like? <laughs> no, they look like they've got little man faces. It's weird. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, going they back look and, like... like CGI apes <laughs> from children. Planet of the Apes, the original one. <laughs> where it's like these aren't monkeys; oh, these are hairy oh, men. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, if I came in there, I wouldn't be like monkey. I'd just be screaming. Like, what is that? That is Kill it. That, Kill it. that looks like something that is trying to be, a, you know, like the thing is trying to be a monkey, but it hasn't got it <laughs> yeah, right yet. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, what have you done to it? That's not normal. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I had, I had a lot of fun with it this time. And I don't know why, but it made me kind of like Genesis a little bit better. Oh, really? Because, I don't know why. I think it was just, I kind of quite like the idea of the fact that, you know, there'd been an outbreak in a building, an outbreak in a wedding. And they were like, fuck, like, this is going to be bad. Get them on a ship. And I was like, oh, I kind of like the idea of the wedding happening now because that, that was the second outbreak. I don't, I don't know. Well, the, I don't know. Is it the second outbreak? No, it's the first. They're, they're, well, they're basically co-current, really. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why. It, it, I think watching the franchise as a whole would, again, I would probably enjoy it. Like, I know you said, obviously, you know, like, you'd only watch these if it was... I probably would say the same. I'm not going to sit here and say I'd watch this so, regularly. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I had a lot more fun with it this time around, probably because I do remember it being mediocre. Let's get wrecked as finished. Yeah, so as we usually do when we do these little events and mini-events, do you want to rank the, the franchise as a whole? Yeah, yeah, I can do. So I would put number two first. Yep. I'd put number one second. Um, I'd probably put number four after that and then number three. Cool. Um, yeah, I'd probably do exact same as you, but I'd flip three yep. and four. So I'd go two on three, four. Yep. But yeah, as a whole, I'd probably say one and two are like essential viewing. Like I'd put, like you know, package. yeah, package. it's like, you know, if you're doing uh, these are the horror films you need to watch before you die, check out one and two. If you like one and two a lot and you want a bit more, you know, watch three and four, but you're not going to gain or lose anything by watching them. No, it's more if you want to see stuff from this world they're fun extras i think that's probably why i liked you know these two the second time around because i knew that's what it, they were this time yeah i was yeah. like just like little adult yeah if, if you're looking for a follow-on from rec 2 you'll probably you'll be, be a bit disappointed yeah but like these the kind of yeah like you said they're kind of like fun add-ons to the break. yeah it's it's sort um, of like uh you know oh you like fucking star wars why don't you try reading the comics? Yeah, it's kind of like a yeah, a little bit like kind of like a little bit of DLC. <laughs> Fuck! Don't give them ideas, Vic. Yeah, yeah. God, can you imagine? You'll get the second half of the film when you pay five ninety nine. Right. So that's the end of our little quarantine event. Yep. Unfortunately, the quarantine isn't finished yet, so we're gonna just kind of wing it. Yeah, we're just going to do yeah, films we, we like. Well, film, I mean, maybe not films we like. Maybe we'll chuck a few bad ones in. But do you want to tell everybody what we're doing next week? So we're covering a uh, a little uh, British film called Sightseers. I think it's this one is very underrated. I don't think a lot of people know about this film. No. Too much, uh, which is very unfortunate. Um, but it's kind of like a little quirky black com, a very black comedy, very black kind of slash thriller horror kind of murder 
serial killer kind of thing. It's, it's a bit weird. It's kind of like it's kind of like what uh, you know if Shaun of the Dead did that with zombies, this does it with serial killers. Yeah, uh, it's that kind of humor, British humor, great British humor. Yeah, we'll get into that next week. So I guess we'll see you on the next episode, unless we're dead by then, um, on the next episode of the Radio Nasties podcast. Bye-bye. Gentlemen, it's game over.